thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We are so glad you're joining us today for Jesus the Healer. Welcome. Just come on in. We're having a good time. We have been studying and speaking and ministering along the lines of our faith life. <clears throat> How to have a faith that gets results. Let me just say this. Faith will get results when we know what to do with our faith. Amen. And so we've been ministering along those lines and we're, we've been at it for several days now. Go back and watch previous episodes because one, one ties into the nut to the next, you know? And so we don't want you to miss any of it. Uh, we've been looking at, we've been really our jumping off place has been Jude. There's one chapter in Jude and we're going to verse three in Jude, it reads this, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith. That's us. That's We're us. contenders. Yes. We're contenders. Amen. Yes. And we do, we contend earnestly. Why? We're interested. Yes. We're interested in the health of our faith. We're interested in the fulfillment of our faith. Yes. We're interested in receiving what faith will lay, will lay hold of. Yes. And so we are earnestly contending for the faith. We've also been looking at Romans chapter four. It speaks about Abraham and this is what God said regarding Abraham. Romans chapter four and verse 17. It says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. Now listen to that. Calleth those things which be not as though they were. I want you to see something that faith has a call. And until we're calling, we're not releasing our faith. Faith comes by hearing, but faith is not released by hearing. Until we're calling, we have not yet released our faith. We're not calling what we have. We're calling what God says. What God says. So here it says, faith calleth those things which be not as though they were. Um, faith, if we could say this, this is the definition of faith. Faith calls those things which be not as though they were. If this is one way we could define faith, which we can define sure. it that way. Let's take the definition and put it in where we see the word faith used in other passages. What about this? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Let's put that definition in. Without calling those things which be not as though they were, it's impossible to please God. What about this? Um, the just shall live by faith. Now let's put the definition in. 
The just shall live by calling those things which be not as though they were. That's our lifestyle. What about this? This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Let's put the definition in. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our calling those things which be not as though they were. That's what overcomes. That's what overcomes. We call it. And see, faith is all, you have to remember this. Faith is always dealing with the invisible. Faith is only dealing with what has not yet become visible. Once it's visible, faith is no longer called for. Now, we hold fast to what we receive by faith, but it has become a manifestation in our life and we're holding fast to that by faith. But when something has yet become visible, it's in the faith realm. And the devil will say, look, your faith isn't working because it hasn't shown up. Devil, that's because you don't know about faith. (laughs) Because faith is only dealing with what is invisible. It's only dealing with what hasn't shown up. So that it hasn't shown up, that's a sign that my faith is working and called for because it's dealing with what's invisible. And it it shall manifest. Amen. Amen. So we have to realize that faith calls those things which be not as though they were. We don't call it as circumstances show it. God called Abraham the father of many nations before Abraham had a child. So what does God do? He calls those things which be not as though they were. God does that. Right? So Abraham was like God when he called those things which be not as though they were. Just because God calls it doesn't mean you'll have it. God tells us what he calls so that we can add our calling to what he called. God cannot and will not work in our life without our calling. Because our calling is his invitation and his permission to fulfill and bring to pass what he already called for our life. If God could have made Abraham the father of many nations just because God called him that, why didn't he? Why didn't he? He didn't. He didn't. Why did he have to even tell Abraham? God can't do anything in our life without our permission. Even sending Jesus into the earth, he had to get permission. From who? From humans? Yeah. He says, are you, people say, are you kidding me? <laughs> no. The angels came and spoke to Mary yes. and said, uh, you're highly favored. You shall have a child. She said, uh, how will this be? With, with man, things are impossible. With God, all things are possible. Her response was, so be it done unto me. According to your word. See, God had a word. God had a word that she was to be that vessel Mm -hmm. that God would bring Jesus into the earth through, but he could not do it without her agreement. If he could, why didn't he just do it? Why why send the angels? Why even announce to her? Why tell her? 
Why not just do it? Because he couldn't do it without her permission. If Jesus, the Savior, couldn't get in the earth without the permission of a human, God can't bring to pass our healing without the permission of, of us. He needs permission. See, the devil will work uninvited, but not God. I love what Dad Hagen used to say to us about God. He'd say, God is a perfect gentleman. He's not a violator of man's will. Our calling is us expressing our will toward him. So, God could call Abraham the father of many nations all day long, but it wouldn't happen until Abraham agreed with his words to what God called. Abraham had to call himself the father of many nations. When his words came into agreement with God's words, now God has permission to fulfill it. Amen. Amen. If we argue against God mentally, If we give him reasons why something he has said to us is difficult or why it's not coming to pass or why it won't work, then he can't work it. We limit God. Remember the Old Testament talked about that they limited the Holy One of Israel. People say God can do anything, not when a human puts a limit on him. He can't. When it comes to that human, if that human limits him and says no, God can't do it. God doesn't work uninvited. So we must call it the way God calls it, and that's faith. That's faith. Many will call themselves healed when the symptoms leave. Many will call themselves healed when the symptoms leave, but faith calls themselves healed in the face of symptoms. You see, many will call themselves prosperous when their bills are paid. But faith calls themselves prosperous when the bills are stacked against them. Amen. Faith calls what it needs. Faith calls what it wants. Faith calls what God says. It doesn't call what circumstances say. It calls what it needs, what it wants, and what God says. I love this statement that uh, Richard Roberts, who uh, has ministered in our church, and he makes this statement quoting his dad, that Oral Roberts would make the statement, every day miracles are coming to you or going past you. And you say, well, if that's true, and this is a man who walked with God for, what, 70-something years or so, who knew God, who was a general in the body of Christ, if he says miracle, every day miracles are coming to you or going past you, how do we keep them from going past us? How do we get miracle power to stop at our need and not bypass our need? Well, I think we can go over especially to a passage that deals with what we would call blind Bartimaeus. Let's go to Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10, and we call him blind Bartimaeus, but he wasn't blind Bartimaeus for long. For long. <laughs> Once Jesus showed up, he was just Bartimaeus. He was seeing Bartimaeus. He was healed Bartimaeus, right? Uh, but Mark chapter 10 in verse 46, it says, and they came to Jericho, talking about Jesus and the disciples. And as he, speaking of Jesus, went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people. So Jesus is leaving Jericho. He went out of Jericho. He's got his disciples. There's a great number of people with him. 
blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. Now, I think it's interesting that we not only have his name, but we have his father's name. How often do we see that in scripture recorded? Which gives us this idea he, w- he was somebody of notoriety. Everyone in that region knew of him. So that when Mark wrote it, he already knew this man's name. He already knew his daddy's name. Because he was a man that was noted for being blind. He was on a highway side. Anyone going up and down that highway is going to know him. He's, he's been, he's placed there all the time. And so everyone knows of him. So when Mark writes this, he knows him. It's a notable miracle. That's what I mean to say. Verse 47. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. Now see, it matters what he heard. It matters what he heard. Um, we don't have any record that blind Bartimaeus ever heard him preach. He only heard of Jesus. And when he heard it was Jesus of Nazareth, it says he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. So what had he heard about Jesus? First of all, he heard he was from Nazareth. Second of all, he heard that he was called the Messiah, son of David, because he called him that. You know what? Bartimaeus believed it. Not everybody believed Jesus was the Messiah, but Bartimaeus did. So he chose to believe he heard something good about Jesus. Now we know that he must have heard also that he was a healer because he called out for it. Have mercy on me. Mercy is, healing is a flow of the mercy of God. So to call for mercy is also to call for healing because it's of the Lord's mercies we're not consumed. Uh, For for God is good and his mercy endures forever. Healing is simply a flow of the mercy of God. So we know that Bartimaeus heard several things about Jesus. He's from Nazareth. He's, he's the son of David. He's the Messiah and he's healing people. Now, what if whoever spoke to blind Bartimaeus said, you know, there was this man over here. They say that healing's happening. They said, we don't believe that happened. Now, see, that would have affected what Bartimaeus heard, what he would have expected out of Jesus. He heard heard the right thing about Jesus. He heard. So it does matter what we choose to listen to about the Word. It does matter what we choose to listen to about what God will do for us, what He's provided for us. It matters what we hear. So you can't just attend any old service, any old place of teaching and come out believing the right thing. When you go to a church, make sure it's teaching you what the Word says, not just what religion teaches or what men have formulated. What does the Word say? Because it matters what we hear when it comes to when we need a miracle. So here in verse 47 again, and and when Bartimaeus heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, what did he do? He began to cry out. What's that? Call. He's calling. He's not crying out with tear in his voice. When it says cry out, it's not talking about he's emotionally weeping. He's calling out. He begins to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him 
that he should hold his peace. Or in other words, you're being too loud. So we know this. He wasn't just saying it quietly to himself. I hope Jesus stops with me. Jesus knows I need a miracle. If he's the son of God, he'll know I need a healing if he knows. No, he was loud about it. Amen. Too many times people think religion is just quiet. Mm -hmm. Well, there are times that we might quietly have reverence toward God and reverence Mm -hmm. absolutely is is correct. But when you need a miracle, you better get loud. You better not go silent. (laughs) You better not just whisper it under your breath when you've got the ability to call out. Amen. Amen. And if we're in faith about something, other, somebody other than us ought to be able to hear that. Right. You yes. know? If nobody knows what we're believing for, are we calling the right way? I'm talking about loved ones and family members. You know, there are things that we're believing for, and I've got people in this audience here, they know what we're believing for around here. Why? Because that call won't leave us silent and saying it under our breath. Now, don't misunderstand me. You don't have to be loud to be heard. But I'm saying this, when you get interested... You get loud. (laughs) You you get vocal about it. You get vocal about it. And here Bartimaeus was vocal about it. And those around him told him to be quiet and that he should hold his peace. In other words, you need to stop. You're over the top. You need to stop. But notice who was telling him to be quiet, people who weren't calling. It's like, wait a minute. First of all, they weren't blind either. They didn't have his need. (laughs) But I love, I love something about blind Bartimaeus. In verse 48 again, and many charged him that he should hold his peace, but he cried or called the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. What did he do? He amped it up. (laughs) Circumstances will tell you, be quiet, this isn't working. People may tell you you're off. But when you're doing something in line with the word, make sure it's in line with the word, you can be bold in doing it. Amen. Amen. And I love he cried the more a great deal. He didn't just say this once. Yes. See, people just want to say it once, and if it doesn't show up, why why didn't it? Jesus was present in the flesh, and blind Bartimaeus didn't think that one call was enough. He kept calling until Jesus' body stopped for him. Jesus was not leaving Jericho to go go find Bartimaeus. He was just traveling out of Jericho to another location. Blind Bartimaeus was just en route. He was just along the wayside where Jesus was traveling. Jesus did not leave Jericho and say, come on, disciples, let's go find blind Bartimaeus. I feel like God wants me to go heal him today. Jesus did not initiate this. This is what I want you to see. Jesus is not the one who initiated this miracle. The, The one with the need initiated this miracle. Blind Bartimaeus initiated this and he called the more a great deal. And I like what verse 49 says, verse 49, and Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. I like this. Jesus was walking on the way. Jesus is surrounded by his disciples. 
He's surrounded by a multitude. We read that up in verse 46. There's a, a great number of people with him. There's a lot of activity around Jesus. There's a lot of talking. You know, people weren't silently walking. They're conversing with one another. They're talking maybe about things that they've seen. There's a lot of activity going on around Jesus. And then not only that, they come upon, there's blind Bartimaeus, then there's people around Bartimaeus. And so there's a lot of activity there. And blind Bartimaeus says, out of all this activity, I'm getting mine. That's what I believe is so key to what Oral Roberts said every day. Miracles are coming to you or going past you. Jesus could have walked right past him. Power could have walked right past him. Miracle power walking right past him. The Savior walking right past him. And if blind Bartimaeus hadn't stopped him with his call, Jesus would have kept going. It's our call that stops power with us. It's our calling that stops miracle power from passing us by. Every day, miracles are coming to you or going past you. What makes that miracle power stop with you? Like Jesus stood still. What makes it stand still with you? What you're saying. What you're saying. Every day I receive power. Every day miracles are working for me. Every day you've got to start saying that and keep saying it. Make it a lifestyle. You don't want to know why Oral Roberts could boldly say every day miracles are coming to you or going past you because God is moving every day. God never stopped moving. He never stops moving. He never stops moving. The word says that the eyes of the Lord goes to and fro through the whole earth looking for someone to show himself strong in the behalf of. What's he doing? And I love what Smith Wigglesworth said, an English preacher, wonderful man, a great faith, early part of the 1900s. He said, there's something about faith that will cause God to pass over a million people to get to you. What's he saying? Faith has a call and God is listening for that call. His power is moving all the time through the earth. His power, because God's never stopped moving. The Holy Ghost that's on the inside of you, power is on the inside of you. It never, it never ceases to move. What, keep, what gets that power flowing into your need? What you say, what you call. Know this, the more you call it, the more you have it. The less you call it, the less you have it. Amen. Amen. So it said that Jesus stood still. Look, Jesus was passing by, but his call stopped Jesus. Power was passing by, but his call stopped power. God was passing by. Why? Because Jesus was God in the flesh. Uh, God was passing by. God stopped right there. Healing was passing by. And and blind Bartimaeus said, not today. Not today. (laughs) There are a lot of people that have passed by and Bartimaeus by, but he said, this one is not passing me by. That's right. That's right. That day, I love this. I love the words, and Jesus stood still. At the man's request, not at God's command. At the man's request. His calling is what stopped Jesus. Jesus is looking and listening for who will stop him from passing them by. Amen. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God goes where faith puts him. God goes there. Man can stop power from passing him by. Anytime you go to a church that preaches the word, you can go to that church service on a Sunday morning, midweek service, whenever you attend, and you can say on the way to church, power is flowing in that service today. When I get there, I'm going to receive that power for my need. You can do that. Why? So that the power that's present in that service doesn't pass you by. Lay hold of that power in that service. But can I tell you this? You don't even have to wait to get to service. There's power in you. The Holy Ghost is in you. You can learn to draw on that power. If you'll say the power of God's in me, I will not let it lie dormant and inactive. I will not let it, I will not leave power without an assignment. Amen. And I say the power of God is working right now in my body. It's working in my mind. It's working in my shoulder. It's working in my stomach. It's work wherever you need it to work. Amen. So Jesus was stopped on his divine course that day. Jesus didn't walk randomly through the earth. He was always fulfilling his father's will. He was on divine assignment that day as he was going down that road and uh, the call that blind Bartimaeus gave stopped Jesus on his yes. divine course and said, we got to tend to this. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. We see what God won't pass by, someone who calls. Power won't pass you by. Healing won't pass you by. Miracles won't pass you by. It's not just faith that stopped Jesus. It was released faith. You can have faith and Jesus will keep passing by that faith because until faith is heard, the power of God doesn't know where you want it to go. Your words call it to where you want it to go. You say, well, God knows everything. Yes, but he doesn't work without your permission. Amen. So it's not just faith that Jesus stops for. It's faith that's released and we release it through calling. You can say, I've got faith. I know I've got faith. Yes, but power will still pass you by. You have to release that faith. You have to say it. I said you have to say it. Faith is released through what you say, and calling is the way we say, through what you do. Amen. Make your mouth do its divine work. Your mouth is not just for having a conversation on the phone. Your mouth is for calling. Amen. Calling God's plan. And like I said, blind Bartimaeus didn't just call once. He initiated that call by, he called over and over. He didn't think, well, if Jesus wants me, wants to heal me, he'll stop with me. That wasn't, that wasn't the approach. Jesus stopped because he, he commanded with his faith, I will not be passed by. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. You don't want to miss it next time. We're going to just keep going because there's so much more to say. And we're so glad you've joined us today. And remember this until next time, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. The timeless truths in this book answer it 
reveal how to answer every opposition and the steps to take to exit times of testing. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We invite you to join us for our annual camp meeting here at World Harvest Church in Marietta, California, June 12th through the 16th. Speakers include Nancy Dufresne, Jesse Duplantis, Jerry Savelle, and Bill Winston. For more information, please visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.